and we're back this is changing gear and we just heard whitney houston as she gave us her rendition of i look to you i'm actually sitting here cherry-eyed and thinking to myself these words i look to you i look to you god and terry please do share with us how did you then from where you were convert seek God. Well, I was very lucky and privileged to find Father Joseph. And um, the night I was, you know, getting sick while trying to sing that song, I found Father Joseph, hysterical, obviously. And I went, Father Joseph, I don't know why, but I can't sing this song. Every time I sing, Lord, I'm getting ill. Uh, he then said to me, and it was strange how God, it's not strange how God works, it's just beautiful how God works. It was the Monday night this was happening to me. And the Tuesday, he usually has people come over to his chapel and he prays over them. And he said to me, don't worry, come to me tomorrow. Um, I was went through, and before I entered the chapel, I started shaking so bad. And I'm going, now your whole world's fallen apart. Mm. You, you are losing your mind. And he has your whole body trembling. You're going, what is happening? You just cannot walk into the chapel. I, I couldn't. I, mm. I, I was shaking, literally shaking so bad that I, I thought, no, am I, am I making this up? You, you're trying to rationalize mm -hmm, it. Mm -hmm. I got into the chapel and I'm sitting there. It's my first time as an adult experiencing mass. And as Father Joseph is doing mass, I want to curse. I want to swear. Mm. And I'm going, I, you know, I'm really such a lady. Um, yes, you are a lady. <laughs> And then I'm going, why do I want to do this in church of all places? And um, anyway, they took me outside, told me, I told them what's happening. They told me I should go for confession, mm -hmm. went back into the chapel. And as Father Joseph just touched me, I blanked out. Mm. You collapsed. I totally collapsed. And I can remember wake, like coming by, spitting at the cross, and then next minute out again unconscious and then the next minute waking up and spitting at the statue of mary and who i heard myself saying the most horrific words swear words mm. i wouldn't even think of saying and I, I can't remember four hours it was from 12 until four o'clock and um and then when i came by i my, you know i was told what happened mm -hmm. and i just decided no I actually opened, I opened myself up by being a medium, you know, thinking I'm helping people and telling them their futures mm -hmm. and about their dead parents and relatives. Mm. I'm doing good. Meantime, I opened myself up to, to being possessed by demonic. I mean, I had this thing tell me, it even had a name because it was supposed to be my friend. It would tell me accurately what was happening in your life, for example, mm -hmm. or whoever's life here, what your late uncle or auntie or child liked and did not like. And I was scary accurate that even my children and my sisters and brothers knew how good I was. And I didn't know it was actually a demon that, because they all know what we're doing. Mm -hmm. They all know what's going in, on in our lives. And obviously they could give me that information. Do you know, it was even so bad that I even knew when my son was going to die. Oh, I knew that that week there was something wrong. He was going to die because this thing told me he was going to die. You just couldn't stop him. 
No, because I'm, you know, I had this feeling something bad was going to happen. And, and the whole week I was writing my old surname. And when things like that happened to me, your so-called psychic abilities, I knew something was wrong. And I even said to my daughter in the car, I'm worried something's going to happen to somebody. And she said, who? And I said, I don't want to say the word, the name. And she said, mommy, please tell me who, because I knew me like this. And I said, your brother. And exactly a week later, he died. Hmm. And meantime, this demonic things were destroying your life. They are destroying your life. They're busy destroying your family. They're busy killing your children. So they were going to kill my son. I was too oblivious to know that, you know, that this is, you know, if if you don't believe Satan doesn't exist, there's something wrong with you. Because God, if you don't follow God's true road, you're not protected by him. You're mm. not protected by him. And you can't be this casual Christian on a chair that just goes to Sunday Mass. You have to wake up with God. You have to go to sleep with God. You have to walk with God. Because God cannot do anything without your protection or without his protection. And But the thing is, he also gave you free will. He gave you free will. You decide what happens. So it was after the the ordeal in the chapel that you woke up to it and you were obviously told what had happened. And when did you then make the decision to say, you know (laughs) what, I'm dropping everything, I'm joining the Catholic Church. (laughs) That day, it was a hard journey, let me tell you something, Mm -hmm. because it's like going to gym. Mm. You don't just walk in and pop a muscle. You know, Satan attacks you. He he plays on your weaknesses. He and you have to honestly just every day. I woke up. I'd open my Bible. I'd pray. I'd say my rosary. I would. I learned all the prayers. I did a year of catechism classes. Um, this was in two thousand and sixteen, right? Yes. And now I uh, I go to mass so much. I, I'm sure my priests are so tired of me confessing. <laughs> Because you have to confess sins. You have to. We are human. We are blessed by the grace of God, but we are still human. You are going to make mistakes, but don't give the enemy a weapon to use it against you. Go to confession. As often as you can. Oh, please, every day if you can. You don't understand. You, you know, need talking confession. about that, there's a young lady that I met, and we were talking about confession. And she says, you know what, Mama Heidi, I don't go to my parish priest for confession. And I said, why? She says to me, he knows my voice. <laughs> I always feel guilty each time he sees me as if, ooh. Brother knows me, <laughs> and you know that's all the more reason you go to the priest at your parish because mm. you know what God can see you, and if you can't face mm. your priest, mm. what makes you think you're going to face God? No, she went to another parish priest. No, another she, parish. You, you face that priest because <laughs> yes. it's like looking at God in the eyes, mm. head on, and saying, "You know me, you mm. know me," and yeah, I'm confessing. I'm telling you, I'm wrong, and I'm so sorry. There's something that you mentioned to me earlier. You said Catholics are very lazy. Oh, you tell me about it. I, you know, if you're born Catholic, you think you are so privileged and you're born into it. But so we you, are. Yeah, 
so you don't have to go, you know, you don't have to go to a, a mass every day yes. or every Sunday. Yes. You can relax and, <laughs> you know, you can sin and still get your Holy Communion. You were baptized as a baby. Yeah, you, you know, know you anointed type of yes, thing. Yes. And it's so wrong because, you know what, um, a Christian can be a Christian can be a Christian. But walking with God and truly being a Christian is listening to Jesus' words, you know, loving thy neighbor giving to the poor, going and getting Holy Communion as often as you, ca- mm. as you can. Because what did Jesus say when, when, when I think it was Mary saw him, she didn't recognize him. And, but when they got the bread and the wine, they all recognized him. You, you can only recognize when you take the body of Christ and the blood of, blood of Christ. So as a converted Catholic, what advice do you now give to those that are born Catholics. Please don't walk into the church chewing your gum. You're walking to my father's house. Switch off your cell phones. Thank you. You know what? If you've got no respect for yourself, have respect for my God and our God because he is our holy father. He's not just anybody. You're walking in sacred ground there. Don't walk in with cleavage or showing ladies. You know, there's another time for that. Sorry, I'm being very honest and very blunt. You know, it's not a fashion show. We're there to honor our Father in heaven. And Jesus, who died for us, who shed his blood in the most horrific way ever. And we want to walk in all casual, like it's just another Sunday outing. We need to worship our Father like he deserves. And I promise you, he'll protect you. Because can I tell you something? My life is going one way and I'm nearly on top of Mount Everest to plant my flag of faith. Mm. I'm actually about to say, you know, I don't know you. I've never met you before, but you have this glow in you, um, a a glow of contentment, a glow of comfort, a glow of relief. And having gone through what you've been through, you've traveled a long way. Yes. You have traveled a very, very long way. Very hard, traumatic journey. Absolutely. Yeah. We're just taking a short break. We will be right back after this musical break. <laughs> 